Welcome to Talos Takes, the security podcast for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Talos Takes, a special National Cybersecurity Awareness Month edition. I am joined once again by Azeem from our Threat Intelligence and Interdiction team. Thanks for coming on, Azeem. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So I brought you on for the special Cybersecurity Awareness Month episode because I wanted to talk about the ransomware landscape with you. This has kind of been the biggest talking point in the security community in 2021. And we've seen everything from major companies being targeted to oil pipelines being shut down and even like schools and, you know, the most vulnerable being targeted, select schools and hospitals. So I just kind of want to start out by asking you over the past year, what's one lesson that defenders should have learned so far from everything that's happened in the headlines? Well, it seems like cyber criminals that uh, deploy ransomware are becoming just uh, bolder and uh, a lot more efficient in their targeting. Anybody that's responsible for corporate security or network security or just business security, if you haven't done so so far to prioritize uh, cybersecurity or just at the very least understanding how ransomware can get into your system, that would be the main lesson to learn here because it's really hitting us in the forefront, especially undermining the national economy as we've seen in the uh, pipeline attack. So if you haven't prioritized it, I would definitely give a lot more energy and resources to it now. Earlier this year, uh, I had you on a different episode of Talos Takes because you spoke to someone who was involved uh, with the LockBit ransomware gang. They were an operator of the, the ransomware. You and your colleagues wrote up a paper about this actor and this group. And now there's even like a 2.0 version of LockBit in the wild. And it seems like that group is, is certainly not going anywhere. Was it surprising to you kind of how that group has advanced this year after having spoken to that operator? And what do you think might be next for them potentially? To answer your question, I was not surprised. We got a lot of insight from our interview that, that the LockBit ransomware software, I guess, would be uh, developed further and would include more features. We were not surprised to see 2.0 come out and saw some of those things kind of indicated, the features indicated by the interview. I, I guess it was inevitable because uh, these cyber criminals operate in a space without much accountability and responsibility to, uh, I guess, any customer or anything. So they use their resources, the money that they collect to, I guess, expand and allow them to maximize their profits exponentially almost. And one of the other major trends we've seen this year is the act of double extortion by ransomware actors. This is where they, the attackers threaten to leak the victim's data if they don't pay the ransom. You know, what's the advantage for attackers here to kind of take this approach now? And is there anything even really stopping them from leaking the data, regardless of whether the victim pays or not? Yeah, we, we did observe this uh, phenomenon kind of expand in the last year. And previously, just to give a little context, ransomware operators would ransom a set of computers or a computer, for example, and would demand money to unlock it. Now, some uh, responsible security practitioners were able to spread the word of backing up your systems and people didn't really care whether they got ransomed. All they had to do was just go to their backup, restore their systems, and they were good to go. So the cyber criminals behind this kind of modified their approach where they leak, threatened to leak that information. And what we've learned a lot with engaging with our uh, lockbit operator was that 
Uh, a lot of the times these cyber criminals will leverage local laws or national laws about data privacy to scare some of these victims into paying the ransom in order to avoid subsequent criminal investigations into not handling private data properly. That's one thing. Another, there's uh, business com competition is involved and other privacy agreements that are involved that victims want to avoid uh, having litigated or be held accountable to. So these criminals know that, so they push them to do so. To answer the second part of your question, where why do they not leak information demand payment has been made? It's because a lot of these cyber criminals operate under a huge reputation. So if if I was a victim and I knew that this particular group did not hold their word, there's absolutely no reason for me to engage with them. So they also they, they their ultimate goal is to negotiate or to engage directly with the victim, knowing that they could probably use that engagement to extort the money that they need. So what else do we need to cover for, for ransomware for this year? Are there any other trends from 2021 that you think defenders and users should be particularly aware of? Well, it's just, uh, it's getting worse and we, we really need to pay attention to it. That's one thing. But one thing that stood out, another thing that stood out for me was the ransomware groups that really targeted really major targets and victims like the pipeline attack or the Kaseya ransomware attack that was uh, allegedly done by our evil ransomware group, they kind of disappeared right after those attacks, which I'm not, that, that, that's a really interesting indicator for an intelligence analyst such as myself. It's not unusual and it's not the first time they've done this. We've seen May's ransomware group disappear and get offline. So they do these, what we've seen called exit scams where they get enough money they're satisfied and then go on. But these particular exits were a little too quick right after these attacks. So they really kind of stood out. So we're definitely keeping an eye on that. All right. Awesome, Mazim. Well, I appreciate your insight as always. This is, I'm sure, invaluable to the folks who are listening. And of course, I wanted to have you on specifically this month because ransomware was like the biggest story in, in security, of course, this year. So I appreciate your time and I'm sure we'll be talking to you again in the future. As always, thank you for having me on here. 